Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw Matt Chat. This is the show where we take... Video questions from our patrons over there at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. The $20 a month and up mark, you too can participate in Matt Chat. Send us your video question and have it answered or debated right here. The definitive answer provided for you right here yeah. on Matt Chat. Correct. Very exciting. Uh, we're coming up on the uh, on the end of the year, on the yeah, new year. New Year's so Eve. So we have a couple of questions here uh, from friendos regarding that. But first up, here's a question from uh, Christian regarding Christian! regarding the McMahon shakeup. The shakeup. Let's see what Christian has to say. Hey, friendos. It is the Hall of Fame Christian here. Back with another match chat question. Sorry I missed you guys last week. Life's crazy. Um, yeah, life's just really crazy right now. But my question to you guys is, is what is your favorite of all of the new changes that have been made to SmackDown and Raw. Mine is definitely Mustafa Ali being a SmackDown Live roster member and pitting the champ on his first night. That's just freaking awesome. That's how you make a new star. Something that everybody isn't really great at. Um, what about you guys? Uh, too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thanks. Thank you, Christian. Thank you, Christian. You're, you're doing stuff there. I'll go first. Uh, favorite change to Raw or SmackDown has got to be the call-up and uh, immediate push to the top of Mustafa Ali. It's a good one. He's already probably my favorite competitor in all 205 Live. He was the most well-rounded uh, uh, competitor on that show. Great wrestler, great on the mic, great seller, awesome with character work. His backstory is amazing. Um, uh, he's, he, he has it all to be a huge baby face on the main roster. What you're saying is he has the ingredients. He has the ingredients. Um, and so long as they just push him and, 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 and highlight his strengths, which are abundant, um, he's going to go far. He's yeah. great in the ring. He'll hold wild people strictly, or even with, even with just his wrestling ability. Put him on the mic. He's great. Have him shoot from that pre-filmed stuff that he was putting on Twitter, which was exceptional. Um, yeah. Yeah, if they keep him, to, if they keep pushing him, he's gonna go, he's gonna go places. Let me ask you this though, uh, Mustafa Ali, was it coincidental that he arrived 
a week before the shakeup went down. Um, Cause I wonder if he was, if that just, if, if, if he was actually part of McMahon's sort of changing plans. Yeah, I don't know. For the shakeup, because or, he showed up a week before. Or if if it was if, if there was a case where he, they were planning on doing something with him on the main roster, I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably never know. It doesn't really matter. Or I at think, least we won't until Melster talks about the next uh, newsletter. That's a really good answer, Mustafa Ali. Um, my personal favorite change um, kind of kind of involves a little bit of Mustafa Ali, and that's uh, Mustafa Ali. He's a wrestler who, if you just let the man go out there and do his job, if you just go out there and let him wrestle. Then you're gonna you're gonna bring in people. That, that that's the bottom line. That's one thing we learned in 2018. Uh, in total, with when it, as it pertains to wrestling outside WWE, if the wrestling's really good, people are gonna start tuning in. Yeah. And so my favorite change to Raw or SmackDown or the entire main roster brand uh, can be found in that fantastic Christmas Eve uh, match between uh, Bobby Roode uh, and Chad Gable and the revival. Um, that was the first time uh, you mentioned this. Uh, that we really have been able to see on main roster with the revival, what we saw in NXT. I think they've been sort of used as as a perfect example of what was wrong with uh, how things were being done before. Mm -hmm. And if that's any indication, it's not going to be something that's limited to the revival. It's something, it's, it's sort of a change in wrestling philosophy for how they're presenting it on their show. Go out there enough with the, the PP stuff Go out there, let these guys wrestle. Yep, that's what they do best. Yep, um, and the revival is just the perfect example of that. So, um, so yeah, I just want to see these guys tell some great wrestling stories in the ring. It's Indeed. why it's why I tune into NXT in New Japan to watch really, really fantastic storytelling wrestling in the ring. And it should be why we tune into the main roster. Yes. So yeah. Next up, we've got a question from the Enforcer, Stevie Bradley, uh, about uh, the Friendoverse. Let's see what oh, he has yeah. to say. Windows and Steven Larson, it's the Enforcer. And I got to say, 2018, almost in the books. What a year. I mean, got to meet both of you guys at Strong Style Evolved. Got to see the Step Away Con Man do his Step Away in person. Got a big ass wrench. Came a mod. Uh, Friendoverse, uh, Discord, how you guys doing? Um, Twitch, got drafted. Gotta say, for the Enforcer, it was a great 2018 in the Friendoverse. But what about you guys? What was some of, what are some of your favorite memories of the Friendoverse community? Your Friendos. I'm sure uh, uh, StarCast was a big deal. But just wax about how awesome the community was and how can we make 2019 even better than 2018 all right guys happy new year too sweet hearty handshake peace out thank you stevie bradley thank you stevie bradley uh i'm going to say my favorite thing in the friendo world uh for 2018 has been the friendoverse which is the closed facebook group uh, which is like over 3,000 people strong and of course the discord club. Um, I mean, we've, we've long said that our community is best community. And we say that not as a reflection of us, but as a reflection of the audience that we, that seem to be attracted to our programming. Um, we try to stay positive and we don't, you know, deal with being ultra negative, ultra negative or saying everything's garbage or whatever. And I think a lot of that's reflected in, in the people that watch our show. And so, I love literally, and this is absolutely factually true. The only reason I still have Facebook 
is because from time to time, a couple times a week, I like to drop in on the Friendoverse group and just see what discussions are being had, the manner in which they're had. And it, it's so much fun, and there seems to be real, real, genuine friendships being forged there. Yeah. Um, and the topics of conversation, even when, uh, you know, it's, it's polls asking who has a more punchable face, me or you, I know it's all in jest. And uh, yeah, I won that one overwhelmingly. Yeah, yeah, hands down. It's not really surprising. Um, you know, the other day there was a thread about what their favorite moments from this show, from going in raw, have been, and there were so many in there I'd even forgotten about. Oh yeah, like little things that that silly, stupid things that we do that have you know maybe put a smile on somebody's face during their day, mm-hmm. and they remembered it enough to bring it up months later in a mm-hmm. thread. And, uh, and I've actually hmm. meant to go back in because a lot of them are posting links. I want to go back and compile a yeah, bunch yeah, of that yeah. stuff for sort of a best of 20, 2018. Cool. Um, and then similarly on the Discord Club, uh, Cody Miles and, and the friendos there have done just an amazing job building up a community that reflects what we like to see, which is just positive. Yes. You know, and sometimes that results in people getting kicked out. And, you know, that, that sucks. But What's our mantra, though? Just be cool. Just be cool. And if you're if you're cool, if you're just just be cool, then you're not going to get kicked out. Yep. That's the bottom line. And so uh, so you know that happens. That's a negative from time to time, but that that happens. If you're not cool, then you get kicked out. Um, but they've done just a magnificent job. And I don't. I I honestly I don't pay attention to them nearly enough. They always have great conversations on during the show, and I do try. I really do. It's just I'm old. My brain is obviously in a rapid state of deterioration technology is hard too it, it is really difficult i mean this guy doesn't even bother with it at least i'm trying you are trying i am trying i can't i can't bring myself to go to facebook basically ever anymore yeah um, um but it's it's but the, you're 100 right that the, aspect of the community yeah, i've outstanding. And it, it's it's one of those things i'll let you get to yours in a second here it's one of those things that like I think you and I have always. I think it's. I think it's a sign of. Hey, we're we're really on a good path here. Mm-hmm. We're we're really doing something right, mm-hmm. um, regardless of of where you know uh, on the business side of things. Regardless of where that goes, there does seem to be some genuine enthusiasm for what yes. we're doing, and I think that that really uplifts me so much every yes. single day. Yes, so. enthusiasm. Happy you mentioned that. Um, you're 100 percent right. Um, uh, as far as is the communities uh, online, both on Facebook and Discord. That have grown up uh, around this this show of ours. It's been amazing um, for me. The highlight of the year was 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 Starcast All In Weekend because um, the I can't think of a place I've ever been where the enthusiasm le- level was that high for that long. Yeah, it was like sustained through the roof enthusiasm for the whole weekend. Like when we got in on Thursday all the way to Sunday. Thursday is a little quieter because everybody's tired. Um, but still, people were excited to be there. I was still really shocked on Thursday just how like it was just a, a wave of people came mm-hmm. in and, and mm-hmm. everybody was so they were like kids in candy shops. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and then every everybody that came to our our, our table say hi, um, have a picture taken, talk, um, buy a shirt. A couple people came and just chilled, just yeah. hung out with us. Yeah. And just, you know, shot the breeze. Yeah. It was really neat. Tim Spulock came by Way offering, too much. offering to help you know, like get us a beer Wait, or he just food he was or there far too much. <laughs> no, I don't think he was there too much. Um, but it, it, it was it was great just meeting so many people over the course of the weekend. Um, we did a friendo meetup at the Buffalo Wild Wings on Sunday evening of that weekend. That was awesome. Oh man, it was so great. Yeah, um, 
just being able to meet people, shake their hands, talk to them a little bit. Um, it's always great. Put like, yeah, faces to like to names, to yeah, names yeah, yeah. that penultimate Tommy Wiseau there. Yeah, he stopped by. The Zach, creator we got of the to H title. Finally, meet Zach Stolpa. Mm-hmm. You know, just a ton of people mm-hmm. and all their stories, and whether just wrestling stories or yep. stories that had to do with our show. Um, it's been pretty crazy. It's been pretty special. And yep. then like all the, like the live events, like just we went to Raw and we got to meet a bunch of people mm-hmm. there. But no, All In was a really special weekend. It was. You're right. I don't. I, I hope, I honestly hope that they're able to recreate that kind of thing. Like if the all elite, all elite wrestling guys yeah, yeah. do what they're going to do, if they're going to do that again, it'd be really special to be part of that again. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was pretty amazing. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, speaking of people we met at All In Weekend, Joshua Martinez. Oh, yeah. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, friendos. Joshua Martinez back this week with a match chat question. Finally have time to record a video. So I'm busy with the holiday weekend. But anyways, for our question, it's not really wrestling theme. It's more about you guys. And maybe you guys go over this in a video that airs during the week holiday weekend. But what is something you guys want to do in 2019? What is some big new branch or whatever it may be of going in raw that you guys want to build up i'm pretty sure the fan friend is looking forward to anything you guys bring out so happy new year see you later thank you joshua thank you joshua something we're looking to bring back in 2019 well we're going to bring back uh, going in raw view on a monthly basis yes we're going to be bringing back count out on a weekly basis maybe I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to commit. Here's the thing about count out. I was kind of the one I'm, I'm responsible for count out going away. I feel like I'm responsible for count out coming back. I would like to do it on a weekly basis. We can talk more about it off camera. It depends on how, how fresh we can keep it. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Instead of two, we do one. No, I understand that. But still. Yeah. Nah, man. We have how many years were we doing top 10 lists before we started doing wrestling top 10 We used to do three. Listen, I'll take care of it. I got it. Not in your hands, in my hands. Right. I'll do it. Right. I'll take care of it. Right. I have extra time. I've given. Listen, I've given up my dreams of being a Twitch streamer at night. Okay, that's not going to happen. What about Star Trek podcast? Are you still holding on to those dreams? Yeah. All right. Because that's like one weekend every two months with Jeff. That's not yeah, a big yeah, deal. Yeah. But uh, but no, count out. I think count out is one of those things. Top ten list really brought us to the, that. Made our name. Mm-hmm. People really really want to see that from us for whatever reason. Every week it's back. We'll see. Um, one of the more exciting things that we can't really talk about because we still have to figure it out, 
but a collaboration idea that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing in 2019 we're really, really, really going to try to do is just collaborate more with some of our favorite YouTubers out there. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really interested in doing that. Yes. Um, so, yeah. What about anything else that you have to say about bringing back in 2019? I guess so. I'm, I haven't said going in Rod Daily yet. Well, I mean, it's all this other new stuff we're doing. Are we going to have time for that? Oh, yeah, man. We'll have time. I don't know, man. Listen. I, have, I don't feel like I have any time it is, listen, as it is right now. There's time for everything. Well, that's not true. We just have to. There's be. actually only 24 hours in the day, and about eight of those hours are there's, required listen, for sleep. The only thing there isn't time for is me being a Twitch streamer at night. Otherwise, it's all taken care of. How often were you doing that anyways? I never. I wanted yeah. to do it. Yeah. I really wanted to do it. I can't even do it weekly. Yeah. No time. No, Zero no time. time. No time. Lacey gets on me for not doing uh Stephen Lacey. Ask Stephen Lacey. You know what I tell her? No time. No time. No time. This is number one priority. I haven't I, done super kicks in forever. I don't know if I'll ever do one again. Right? This is the day job. This is what pays the bills. I need to Hey, what about this. this? Can we remake fast food reviews? <sighs> no, that's gross. No. I'm trying to eat healthier. Anything else we want to do in 2019? I think my biggest thing is just collaborations. Yeah. Like I just really yep. want to bring back yep. collaborations. And yep. I want to bring I just want to bring I want to bring like I want to bring of, Dan back. Who? Dan. Dan Nerd Cubed. That guy? Co-creator of the show. All right, let's bring Dan back. Let's bring Dan back. Let's, we'll find a way. We'll do a WrestleMania special with Dan. We'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Dan, start watching wrestling again. Yeah, at least just up until Mania. Next, uh, from Graham. No, Mr. Dope. Mr. Dope. Oh, yeah, Mr. Dope. There he is. Graham, you're up after Mr. Dope. Mr. Dope is up next. You know, he tried to send us a, a Matt Chat last week. And he sent it to, uh, so there's an email address that we use for that. And he sent it to that email address, and he, but it was at gmail.com.com. I'm surprised it still didn't send. Yeah, no. It needs to be exact, man. This is the internet. It's only so smart. Anyways, he successfully sent us one this week. Let's see what Mr. Dope has to say. Yes. Hey, friendos, it's Mr. Dope here. So this is kind of backwards to me. Let, let me know what you think. If you win a 30-man rumble, you get an automatic title shot at WrestleMania. But if you win a seven-man ladder match, you get a briefcase to where you can cash in anytime you want to. Isn't that kind of backwards? A 30-man rumble is much harder to win than a seven-man ladder match. So do you think in the future they should switch it around? Let me know what you think. Thanks, friendos. Thank you, Mr. Dope. Thank you, MrDope.com.com. All right. There's math involved with this, potentially. Uh, you know, you know, Statistics and stuff. Because there's percentages. math involved. Get that freaking NXT or NXT algorithm out of there. All right. Here, I can't do it with left hand, man. I can't do that. So the math involved is if you're in a Money in the Bank ladder match, your odds of winning are what? One in six. What are your odds of winning the Royal Rumble? Depends okay. where you're in it. So, okay. So here's the thing. See, this is where we need to collaborate with the podcast like 538. Yeah, we need real uh, statisticians. Exactly. People who actually know how to read numbers. However, we can do f- something fairly basic for it. For the Royal Rumble, you have a 50% chance of getting in in the first half of it, uh-huh. which is crap. Yeah, your odds, I would imagine, would be drastically lower if you're in the first 15 versus the last 15. Right. So Royal Rumble, I guess write that down first. But you also have a 50% chance of getting in really good. So write down 50% bad, 50% good. There you go. 16 through 30, you're good. So you have a 50% chance there of winning the Rumble. If you can get in 16 to 30, 
You should win that thing. You should win well, that. Well, the odds would be, I would think, much more in your favor. Let's go over here and go money in the bank. Okay. So, for the example he used, seven competitors, your odds of winning would be one in seven. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, actually, let's, hold on, think about this real quick, because you're smart. Am I? This is one of those cards. Imagine this is one of those cards you always do so good at. All right. How many Royal Rumble winners came into the Rumble between, uh, what's 22 and 30? I don't know. Probably pretty high, right? Yeah, I would think so. Probably pretty high. Yeah. If that's the case, I would think that your odds of winning the Rumble will then increase to 25%. So you have a one in four chance of winning the Rumble. Because well, you'd you, get chosen between last, six, between twenty-two and thirty. So the last eight, the last, the yeah, the last quarter is what I'm saying. Okay, well, it would be twenty-five percent. It'd be one because there's eight other competitors in there. It'd be one at one in eight chance of winning. Right. It'd be point one two five. Right. What's, twelve and a half, twelve and a half, twelve and a half percent chance. What's one in seven? Or what's one in six? Uh, or one out of seven? Yeah, that's about twelve. Twelve. Twelve percent. 13, 12, 13. So you have a twelve. Okay, let's say you have a twelve percent chance. So you go into Money in the Bank, you have a twelve percent chance of winning, mm. right? Mm -hmm. If you say because here's the thing, if they came to you and said, "Here, listen, you can either be in the Rumble." It's actually thirteen. It's like thirteen and a half. Okay, you can either be in the Rumble. Yeah. And you don't get to choose what number you are. Yeah. You have a one in four chance of getting a really, really good number. Yeah. Because that number could be at the you know the yeah tail end yeah. tail end right, and therefore you should win that. You have, on the other hand, so that's a 25% chance right there, right down 25% chance win. Okay? In the money in the bank, you're looking at a 13.5% chance of winning. I could be wrong, but 13.5 is almost exactly half of 25%. Half of 25% is actually 12 and but, a half. And this is still. all just considering the mathematical aspect of it. Yeah. There's another huge thing. Uh-oh, what's going on? Wrestleman IA. So WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So right now you win Rumble, that's guaranteed. 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 Title shot at Mania. It used to be main event and still should be main event at WrestleMania. Whereas Money in the Bank, you get a a title match. It's not a guarantee it can be at WrestleMania. True. Usually it's an opportunity to do whatever you want to, so your odds of winning would in theory go up of actually winning the title. Yeah. But there's no guarantee it would take place at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, however, if, 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 it, if it's easier to win this, also, your road to winning the title is easier. Yeah, true. So, if you're going to win the Rumble, you want the, the top prize of them all, title match at Mania. Yeah. So, let's say this. If you win the Rumble, then you still have to win at Mania. Correct. Right? Which I would say you take a 25% chance of winning, you have to then split that in half. Let's say, because let's say you're equally good as the guy there. So you're looking at a 12.5% chance of winning the title, which is less than 13 points. Because 13, here's the thing you win this. It's a near guarantee you're going to win the title. It's a guarantee. I think it's like three or four people who haven't won the, the, the belt after. As long as your name isn't Baron Corbin, Mr. Anderson, or uh, uh, Damian Sandow, Sandow, you're a solid goal. Yeah, you're probably going to win the title. You're good. So the obvious answer is you want to win money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Should they switch it? No, because we just proved that math works. But then there's also this aspect of it. Yeah. And yeah. also, you can't have, like, if you have money in the bank, you got to have something hanging over the, the ring. I guess it could just be a contract for a title shot at WrestleMania. Yeah, right. But then you have to have introduce a second briefcase over here at the Rumble yeah. to get that 
that draw a briefcase, please, so the people can see that. I feel like you're not going nearly as hard in on the illustrations as you should be. Joel's briefcase there. There you go. And then it's got the little words on it. Rumble. Rumble. In the... Although it would be nice if the rumble had some sort of physical manifestation of that win. Yeah. You know, like Money in the Bank is a physical yeah. manifestation a of belt, that belt, like Braun won at Greatest Royal Rumble. Like a green belt. Yeah, there you go. That'd be good. There we go. We proved there's actually better to win. A belt? How about a belt with everybody that was in that rumble with all their faces on it? It'd be a busy belt. We should do that for We Book Raw. Rumble's coming up. Whoever oh, wins the rumble. I think I'd better get to designing a Gets belt a title belt. with everybody's face that's in it on there. What if we just overlay all the other faces on top of it so it's like uh Oh, like, it's like the Omega face. Yeah. It'd be like the Omega face. Yeah. I just made that up. <laughs> Omega face. I don't even know what that means. It's the all. The alpha and the omega. It's everything. Oh, this is the beginning and the end. Yeah, man. And everything in between. What is it? Isn't everything, everything is an omnibus? <laughs> be an omnibus. Omnibus champion. Yes. Yeah. Before we continue, here's a word from our sponsor of today's show, Audible. What would it look like if we all listened more? Listening to audiobooks motivates us, inspires us, and even brings us closer together. And there's no better place to listen than Audible. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet. For example, Audible offers an extensive selection of pro wrestling books, including Chris Jericho's No is a Four-Letter Word, narrated by the leader of Alpha Club himself. And now Audible members get even more. Each month, members receive one credit good for any audiobook they choose, plus two Audible Originals and exclusive audio fitness programs. Plus, your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Don't like your audiobook? Exchange it, no questions asked. So start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash G-I-R or text G-I-R to 500-500. That's 500-500. You can do it with audiobooks. Again, that's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash G-I-R or text G-I-R to 500-500. And thank you to Audible for sponsoring today's episode. And you're really helping out going in raw by going to audible.com slash G-I-R or texting G-I-R to 500-500. That's 500-500. And next up, we've got a question from Graham. Let's see what Graham has to say. Hi, Steve. Hi, Larson. My question this week is, with Braun and Brock at the Royal Rumble, do you think they'll have Braun lean, lose clean, or do you think there'll be interference, or watching, what do you guys think will happen? Too sweet, and shit. Thank you, Graham. Thank you, Graham. I'll go first. All right. Yeah, bro, I, I don't feel a lot of heat behind Braun these days. I know he's coming back from arm injury, and he had that statement to make against Paul Heyman when we were there. Um, but I just, man, I don't know. But then at the same time, there's that rumor that they don't like really feel that Seth Rollins is the man. Oh, that's garbage. So I kind of feel like that's garbage, too. I think that was like a whole lot of taken out of context. Um, but every but everything still says that it's going to be or all the rumors still say that it's going to be Seth versus Brock mm -hmm. at Mania, which mm -hmm. means Brock is going to win. And I'll say this. I, I like your answer. It's probably the, the, the like there's more odds on that. But it also wouldn't surprise me to keep Brock as strong as possible to have him beat Braun clean. I just feel like they did it before, and it's not like Braun is significantly more over now. Than they've he done has. it twice. They've done it. Well, I mean, I guess the match at uh, the cage match, I guess, wasn't a clean finish. Yeah, it wasn't a clean finish. Um, oh, wait. No, it was. No, it's not the match. The, uh, wait, the one, one at, the one at uh, 
Crown Jewel, that was clean. Kind of. That was. Oh, no, no. Braun got blindsided with yeah, the title. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't like uh, interference during the match. I'll put it this way. Wait, who blindsided with the title? Was it Corbin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be on, it, that, that wasn't a clean match. That wasn't a clean match. Well, I guess it, it's kind of a protected thing, but we've seen people get hit by the belt and still win matches. That's yeah, Braun, I, I get the feeling he's going to lose clean at the Rumble. I no, just, they've already done the clean loss. It was it No Mercy, whatever it was, last year or two years they, ago. They've done, they've done exactly what you're talking about here, Crown Jewel, but go ahead and say it. No, because that was before the match. This is going to be during the match. Oh. Huge difference. All right. Where Baron Corbin leads directly to Braun Strowman's defeat. Okay. Setting up a, a program between Braun and Baron going into Mania. At which point Braun will absolutely destroy Baron Corbin because mm-hmm. Baron's going to blame Braun for losing permanent general managership. My job. I lost my job due to what happened at TLC. He's going to cost him his title shot. Um, protects Braun, sets up Brock versus Seth at Mania, which I, I feel like is the match they want at this point because yeah, as you mentioned, there's no, there's all the momentum that Braun had after he won Money in the Bank or even before that, and then they turned him heel, and that. Put an end to all that. Yep. Yeah, that was slammed a, the brakes on hard. That was a terrible idea. It was a terrible idea. Yeah, and now uh, they have to try to get that momentum back, or not, if they're going to have them lose one way or the other at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Next, there Thabata. It's there Thabata. Let's see what there has to say. Hey guys, there Thabata here with another match chat question. This week, the Friendovers wants to know. Is are rematches the main problem with WWE booking, and should they remove the rematch clause from championship matches? Thanks, guys. Thank you, Thayer Thabata. Thank you, Thayer Thabata. Are rematches the problem with WWE booking? Yeah, because far too often they're not motivated, um, or, or or they're not they're not uh, put in place to advance actual stories. Sometimes their idea of advancing stories is doing the same thing again without actually any narrative advancement. Um, so in that case, you feel like you're spinning your wheels and they're completely unnecessary. As for the automatic rematch clause, I don't think you should get it full, rid of it full stop. If you're part of the negotiation for every title defense, um, the, the champion can say, I want automatic rematch clause, or no, I'm confident enough, I don't need the automatic rematch, I'm going to win this title. Um, and of course, you know, if, if, if that one, one or the other were going to happen, another concession would have to be made. Um, but I think that should, you know, any contract signing takes place in the ring should have, you know, uh, negotiations going on during the contract signing, lawyers, agents, wrestlers, all in the oh, ring. Oh, that sounds horrible. Negotiating on TV I don't in real want a time. Bunch of suits there just milling about, wasting no, that's how you do time. It. That's how you do it, man. All right, look, so I'm kind of on board with what you're saying. Is definitively the automatic rematch clause the problem with WWE booking? No, I don't think it's. I think it's. It's kind of what you alluded to. It's just laziness. That's the problem with WWE booking. I think it's being a little bit of out of touch. I think it's not giving the people what they really want. I'm not just talking about like, you know, when the crowd is obviously behind somebody full force. Like for example, great example is Rusev. Um, now, he just won the U.S. title. Uh-huh. Maybe that shows they're listening to people chanting Rusev Day. Maybe I'm kind of sad that Aiden English wasn't there with him. To be honest with you. Me too. However. Um, so I'm not going to lay it solely on the idea of automate, but the general idea of what you're talking about, laziness, let's just automatically, Hey, look, we just had a magic TLC. Let's do it again the next night. I don't really want to see that anymore. Should that be a thing of the past? If you could find a creative way to use the automatic rematch clause, like Alistair Black was very, very dramatic when he 
uh, decided to cash in his automatic rematch clause. I kind of like the idea of this. How about this? You can have an autom- you can have a rematch clause, but it's not, and it's automatic in that you have it, but you have to wait 30 days to cash it in. Case in point, my stepkid, Marissa, she took a test for uh, this uh, medical assistant thing. She got this close to passing. It's very difficult. She did not pass the first time. She has to wait 30 days to cash in her rematch clause. Mm. And then she gets to take it again. Gives her ample time to study and stuff. All right. Not the next night. Why would you expect different results the very next night on Raw? You shouldn't. You should give that person 30 days to study the tape. Well, I mean, find out what they were typically, on. Typically. Go to the if, performance center. If someone loses at a pay-per-view, they say, I'm going ha- to challenge at the next pay-per-view, which is generally about 30 days afterwards. Too often we get it on like Raw the next day. And if they're going to do a rematch, they should add some sort of gimmick to it. You can't just have a straight-up match again. you got to add uh, like uh, baseball bats and, and railroad spikes. Oh, dear. That, that kind of match or an inferno match. Some other kind of match. I don't know. I'm just saying you need to mix it up. You need to get creative with yes. things. Not yes. just, hey, uh, well, they're going to fight here at TLC, and then guess what? I can, I can snooze the next thing they do because that's just the it's raw. It's a formality it's at this point. formality, yes. so I don't have yes. to do additional writing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, there. I hear that. Uh, next, Ryan Rugani. Let's see what Ryan Rugani has to say. Friendos, so my gripe this week is Almas being pinned by Ali clean. The guy didn't even win a title in 205 Live, and now he's beating Almas. I'm a huge Almas fan and Ali fan, but they're wasting Almas worse than I could have ever thought. He's now just a glorified jobber because the guy puts on insane matches. Please give him Rusev in the U.S. title next. Thank you, Ryan Rugani. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, you can go first. I'll go first. No, nah, man, here's the thing. Remember what happened? Let's let's retrace the steps of Andrade Almas back in NXT. Granted, there was no interim title in NXT. He was floundering, and then Zelina Vega came in, showed him the error of his ways, and he went straight up to the NXT championship. Therefore, I think, follow a similar path. He's down there. When he's on TV, he's losing to new upstarts like Mustafa Ali. He's in tag matches, barely being seen. He's a fantastic wrestler. Then Zelina Vega, she finds the air of their ways. I don't know what it would be. I'm not that writer. And then he goes straight up to the WWE title. He wins it, and then everything's great. All right. WWE straight up to the WWE title for him. All right. I feel like uh, that's the, the chorus for Mustafa Ali. Um, so I would say, yes, have almost go after that U.S. title. However, only if he's going to win it in the end. I don't want to see him in another feud where he comes up short. However, it would be nice to see almost in a protracted feud with somebody because far too often he's in a match on SmackDown. It's awesome. It's great. And then he, we don't see him for two or three weeks. Yeah, man. He's left out in the friggin' dark. So half the, like half the time right now, I feel like it's just a win for him to be on TV on a regular basis in a real real feud. Yeah. That's the first step. Yeah, man. Then U.S. title, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Just want to see him on TV on a regular basis. Yeah. I agree with you completely. Let's see here. Moving on. Zenith64 has a question about uh, a certain wrestler you cannot see. Salutations, friend, though. So what if John Cena doesn't want to do movies for 2019 or doesn't want to be in the WWE for 2019 and actually wants to pave ways and earn some respect in the wrestling game and do some independent uh, promotions and such? Uh, What are three things he should do? Should he start a faction, join a faction, 
uh, what belt should he try to um, capture and obtain. Uh, but yeah, what are like three things John Cena should do if he were not to be in WWE and wants to do some of the, some of the independent wrestling? Uh, thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Thanks. Thank you, Zenith. Thank you, Zenith. All right, this is this is this is the 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 path he charts for the independent ring. So hold on a second. What? Let me do my thing, man. I'm going to proceed this by saying preface. Preface it by saying this is what happens first on John Cena's Instagram. There's a picture overhead, his hand with a pen and his bucket list. Yeah, yeah. Larson, we are going to tell you what is on John Cena's bucket list. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it starts with two years in bar wrestling. <laughs> okay. Two good. years to the day. Uh, his uh, final match against Joey Ryan kicks out of the, the, the penis plex. Ooh, yeah. Uh, hits a, a, an AA. Picks up the win. From there, he uh, enters Bola. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Previous Bola he's in, makes it to the semifinals before being eliminated. Okay. Following year, okay. uh, he makes it to the finals, wins, secures himself a PWG title shot. He uh, takes on Jeff Cobb, okay. who's apparently still champion in three years' time in PWG, um, or two years' time. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, pins him. He is new PWG champion. Uh-huh. Um, now he's on the radar of Ring of Honor. <laughs> right. Enters the Young Prospects Tournament. Yes. Wins that. Wins that. Um, second TV taping, new TV champion. Okay, yeah. Um, he's TV champion for a, a full year. And then at final battle, world champion. Am I booking this or are you? You have your own thing. Oh, that was a collaboration. No, you have your own list. Here. I misread I have this. my list. Um, and then he, he defeats Jay Lethal for Ring uh-huh. of Honor Championship. Okay. Um, and then he defends that at Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. against uh, to- no Tanahashi. No, see, here's the collaboration here. He needs to tag team with Tanahashi because okay. they're essentially they'll be the, the same. They'll be in World Tag League. Yeah, because they're the, the same person. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, fight Tanahashi yeah. for the Ring of Honor title at Wrestle Kingdom. Like 40, yeah. Wrestling yeah, and 40. then at that point, he'll be back on WWE's radar. They'll sign him for an outrageous sum of money. Well, no. They'll, straight to NXT. They'll sign him for double the NXT standard rate. And like, then he'll go to NXT. NXT, then back through WWE. Yes. Wins his, finally wins the 17th. It'll title. all be cyclical. Mm-hmm, exactly. I wish that you were more into collaborating with me. Next up, we've got Devin the Dude. He's on our radar. Let's see what he has to say. Um, my Matt Jack question for this week is um, looking at the betting odds. Uh, Alexa Bliss is third behind Charlotte and Becky and actually had very decent odds to win the Royal Rumble. Um, What are your thoughts about Alexa Bliss winning the Royal Rumble? What would that lead to at WrestleMania? Versus Asuka? Or could that mean Becky wins the title back and faces Alexa? Thank you, Devin the Dude. Thank you, Devin the Dude. No, God, no. She should never wrestle again. Her head's all loopy. She got kicked around too much in the head, and that's not good. So Alexa Bliss should not wrestle again. You do not mess with the brain. Daniel Bryan learned that. Look what happened to him. Yeah, he's back wrestling. He went crazy, though, in that hyperbaric chamber. Well, it's not because he got he's crazy. directly head trauma. Head way too many times. No, man, I don't know. I think she's great doing whatever else she's doing. Let her do that stuff. Not in the rumble. I'm scared. I get scared for people with concussion. No, I, I agree with that. I don't want to see someone get severely con- concussed and start having you know like seizure, a seizure or something in the ring because yeah. they got a concussion so bad. Um, so not this year. I'm going to say let her heal up completely from whatever uh, uh, head trauma she's recovering from, um, and if it passes, 
give it some time, make sure she's fully healed, make sure it's not going to be an issue going to the future, and then maybe 2020. You know what they should do in the lead up to it for like a year prior? Number one, have her remain on as um, the author- uh, an authority figure in the women's division on Raw. However, um, turn her face doing that. Have her actually do a really good job yeah. and have a year of that before she's cleared, like storyline cleared mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and then when she comes back, people will pop big for that. You know, If she's yeah, yeah. like a jerk the whole time, nobody's really going to pop for yeah, that, no. her coming back. But, yeah, so she needs that really strong face pop. She does. Next up, we've got Double J. Ain't, Ain't he, he great? great? And he's roaming around the streets of uh, Minneapolis. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Steve. Hey, Larson. Just taking a walk to the local bodega in beautiful downtown Minneapolis. And my mad question this mad chat question this week is, rumor has it that WrestleMania 2020 will be taking place about three blocks from where I'm standing now at U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, so my question is, will you guys join me? Minneapolis? Let me know. Peace out. Too sweet. Hearty handshake. Thank you, Double J. Ain't Joe Jensen. great. He is great. I'll tell you what else is great, Larson. Listen, we're probably not going to do Mania this year, but I say we announce it right here, right now. Road. To where is it? Minneapolis. Yeah. Road to WrestleMania 2020 begins right now. I'd be cool with for that. Us. I've been to Minneapolis before. We can eat, maybe even do the Mania without Mania thing. How right. We just don't go to Mania. Yeah, we do everything else though. But we find a good Airbnb with solid internet that we can stream Mania from. We stream the live reaction to Mania, but we do all the indie shows that are there. Do NXT, all that. Do NXT. We vlog the whole thing. We have a blast. That'd be fun. I think we should do that. Yeah, Minneapolis is a fun town. Yeah, I think, man, New York is just too much. There's too much going on there. It's too, you got to pay too much to travel places. Minneapolis, I imagine, just, I'm thinking a bit more open, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Certainly the New York. Like mm-hmm. Everything's more open compared to New York. So, yeah, we're there. All right. Unless plans change. Confirmed unless not confirmed. Yeah. Uh, next, Christopher Rampersad. <laughs> Let's see what he has to say. All right. Hello, Stephen Larson. Name five pay-per-views. That all elite wrestling can use to advertise as pay-per-views. Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. All right, this is what I got. All right. The first three are just like the most obvious ones. Pay-per-view names for all eat wrestling. All in. Super kick party. Okay. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. All in. Change the world. That's another one of their phrases. All in. Killing the business. Again, one of their phrases. All in. Opposite day. It'd be like their Halloween one where everybody swaps gimmicks. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good. Remember that was a Halloween episode when they were on the boat. I can't remember that. that It was really long. This one's my favorite. All in. Meltzer. Just called Meltzer. Just called Meltzer. Meltzer. Okay. That makes sense. How many stars would Meltzer give that paper? Five stars. (laughs) Not six, really? Watch the door. Instantly five stars. All right. Here we go. Here's the name for my pay-per-view. All right. And we collaborated on this. <laughs> okay, here we go. All Elite Wrestling, All In Your House. Because. Yeah. All Insurrection. It's when yeah. they go to Europe, yeah. to England. Yeah. All Mageddon. <laughs> Royale in Rumble. That's pretty good. And then uh, I like this one. Uh, so Cody's dog's named Pharaoh. Yeah. So it'd be Pharaoh, you didn't know. <laughs> and it'd be the debut of Road Dog. Yeah. Cody's dog. Yeah. All right. Dog. 
Those are all great answers. Those are all great answers, yeah. I mean, dude, any of those are better than Tuesday Night Dynamite. That's going to be amazing if that's really a thing. Yeah, I know. Well, like a throwback to I know. 90s. No, Tuesday Night Titans. That's why I like it, man. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, final question from Zach S., the Matt Zach Chat S. Hall of Famer. Zach S. Let's see what Zach S. has to say. What's good, Stephen Larson? Many friendos out there. It is your friendo, Matt Chat Hall of Famer, Zach S. Coming at you with another Matt Chat question. Question this week is, Stephen Larson, which one of these four athletes would have been the most entertaining pro wrestler? Terrell Owens, Ron Artest, Allen Iverson, or Shaquille O'Neal? Thanks, boys. Thank you, Zach S. Thank you, Zach S. Oh, man, it's Ron Artest. Are you kidding me? It's Ron Artest. That dude is unpredictable. They should team him. They should team him with Bianca Belair. Unpredictable, because <laughs> that's what he is. Unpredictable, crazy. A Shaq man. Shaqton. Yeah. Well, he was gonna do a thing. I know. They might I know. still. Might still do it. Yeah. Matt, give him a weekly talk show. Shaqton. Shaqton. He can call out WWE superstars who are. <gasps> oh. Shaqton. Yeah. Put him on Botch Club. Yeah. That Botchamania ripoff. Yeah. Shaqton. 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 That's the right answer. Shaq. Yeah. He's hilarious, too. He's hilarious. He's great, and you can work with him. I don't think you can work with Artest. Iverson's an interesting answer. Yeah. I don't know. Has he ever expressed an interest in pro wrestling? Not or, that I'm aware of. Or, I mean, he's got a pretty he's – he's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Interesting guy. I'm not sure I've ever seen him in, like, a more, you know, you got to be a bit on the on the uh, extrovert side yeah, yeah, for yeah. pro wrestling. I mean, there's, of course, his, his practice diatribe. That's probably the most – that was a shoot. That was like a no, pipe. I know. That was his I know. pipe bomb. I know. <laughs> and then T.O. Oh, he's cool. He seems he's 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 kind of a interesting dude. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a character, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Remember those workouts he used to stage with his agent? Yeah. Just on his lawn? Yeah. He would invite the media out? Yeah. And he would just do crunches? Yeah. <laughs> it was great. That was cool. It actually tops my list. It'd probably be LeBron, though. Oh, no. I think you're right with Shaq. No, Shaq would be up there, but I think LeBron would be tops. I think LeBron in like 10 years because LeBron right now, because he's still in the league, there's always that there's, and Shaq never really had this. <clears throat> there's always a bit more of a, a defensive shield, you know, like you're not willing to just let go oh, of LeBron with LeBron, I think. But in 10 years when he's out of the league, if he's out know. of the league, I don't know if that's ever going to change, but just based on his performance in train wreck, I think uh, in terms of the charisma, uh, delivering promos, I think he's so good. LeBron would be great. He's really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And I would actually prefer to see him now as opposed to ten years because he's still super athletic. He can probably do all sorts of awesome stuff. Dude, in, the ring. in ten years, he'll be able to run circles around half the WWE Maybe. roster. He takes. He spends like so much money taking care of his body, and he could do the hyperbaric. You know, he's probably in hyperbaric oh, yeah. chamber like eight hours a day. Probably, probably sleeps in that. Anyways, what a great match chat episode this was. Fantastic. I mean, this was. Magnifique. Wow. What a great way to end the year with Matt Chat. Yeah. So so tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Tomorrow we have, uh, man, I'm going to say what we're going to have on. Then Best something it. of 2018. I think wrestlers. And then predictions is the next day? Or is no, I think way? matches. is. Predictions was that yesterday? No, predictions is the first. Yes, it was yesterday. Wrestlers? No. Yeah, worst, yeah. Worst. worst. Wrestlers had the worst 2018. And then. Monday, New Year's Eve is going to be best matches of 2018. Cool, right on. Unless we change everything. Who's am I cutting best matches of 2018? Oh, uh, I guess we can talk about that. I can do it. Okay, it's done. Not a big deal. Discussed. Nice, perfect. And we're bringing back count out. Yeah. And going in raw daily on a three times a week basis. How about that? Anyways, that's it.
Talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.